Can we get out? 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 Her eyes darted back and forth, searching for answers. Are we stuck here? Are we stuck here? In her head, she knew the answer, but her heart could not accept it. The pain of denial pushed her forward, but her mind screamed for truth. How do we get out? How do we get out? Something that came often only in broken whispers. Such a rarity when she had no one to turn to, except the seemingly infinite abyss of voices that clouded her mind, pushing her to make the decisions that she could not. Lost she was. Without a light to guide her, does she trust the voices? These impressions of her own consciousness blending in screams louder than the unbearable silence. Where does she turn? Where? There is no Only darkness. Only suffering. Oh, there must be something. Anything. <laughs> Quiet. Yes, but we are friends. We are friends. <laughs> what is it? Quiet. 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 Video game mythos. Welcome back to another episode of Video Game Mythos. We are here yet again with another lore-packed episode. And this week, if you couldn't tell from the intro, we are going to be hitting you hard with a doozy. Before we do that, though, I want to hit just a few things. And fast, because I am excited to start. First of all, be sure to check out our other shows on the 13 Palm Trees banner. D&D Kinda, Wasted Local Talent, and Gurus of Gaming. All great shows, all awesome to listen to. Lots of great content with something for everyone. Check them out, give them a like, and a subscribe. Second off, while you're out there liking stuff, be sure to follow Video Game Mythos on all of our socials for news, updates, and everything that we're doing. We have a Facebook and a Twitter, and you can follow us on there, as well as our major events being sponsored on our parent company, 13 Palm Trees social medias as well. Check us out. Lastly, I know we mention it pretty often, but I cannot reiterate enough how thankful Ryan and I both are for the support and love that everyone has continued to provide to the show. It means so much. We are growing so quickly, so fast, new listeners every single day, and we would love to continue to interact with all of you. When new episodes drop, tell your friends, tell your family, tell the guy you hate, and tell your fucking dog. That's right. Dogs have feelings too, and they need to know the good news. Also, whatever you use to listen to us, drop us a five-star review if you feel we deserve it. 
Drop us any type of review and let us know what you think about the show. Let us know what you love, what you hate, and what you think we could do better. Those things help big time with growth, discoverability, and we would be nothing without you. So thank you once again. Okay, enough of that administrative nonsense. On to why you were really here. Join me as we step into the dark waters of this river of death and psychosis that is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. The Picts, a Celtic people who thrived in the late 3rd century and far into the 10th century. Like other early AD Europeans, the Picts were farmers living in small communities where cattle and sheep were considered signs of prestige and wealth. The word Pict comes from Eumenius in 297 AD, meaning the painted people. According to many Roman generals and historians throughout their conquest of the British Isles, tribes like Picts and Iseni would cover themselves in blue paint to blend into the fog before the sun rose, allowing them to move unseen in the early mornings across the waters to kill, no matter the prey. And here is where our protagonist is found. In the water, pushing the boat with her singular oar, peering with a look of determination and hesitation under a painted blue brow through the fog. Senua. The distinctive blue face paint shadows heavy around her eyes, her left arm, her collarbone, and her bottom lip, foreboding a hold by her people and the culture in which she is regrettably rooted. For it is there, in her past, that her pain and suffering began, and where her story can be told. Senua, a young, pale, blue-eyed woman with long, dark brown hair, is abnormal for her time. Weakness was not accepted, neither was it desired, in either a physical or a mental state. Senua was both. Slender, but with light muscle, and scarring that covered the entirety of her body and skin, and most noticeably, on her face. Her hair, tied into a high ponytail, and clumped together in plates and locks coated in lime and adorned with beads, as was ceremonial for her people. She wears a leather headpiece, decorated with a large silver ornament, with blue stone on the front and stitched with triskelions at the side. She wears a simple plaid and leather outfit, consisting of detailed patterning on the chest, bare arms, and a wolf fur coat fastened with a silver brooch. She wears a leather sword belt, carrying her sword at her left hip and a bag containing a portion of her past, a past she can't let go of, a piece of her past she must get back, the piece we are here to talk about. In her early childhood, 
Senua suffered from deep emotional and physical trauma that led to the early stages of the heavy psychosis that ails her at this stage in her life. Senua's psychosis manifests itself in both auditory, visual, and sensory hallucinations, leaving her constantly plagued by various female voices that constantly question her and push her to act, either for better or worse. The voices are her guides. They serve as evasive thoughts, doubts, warnings, and even sometimes encouragements. Seno has a tenuous relationship with her voices, occasionally telling them to leave her alone, but she will always listen to their advice in combat and in solving puzzles. For most of the game, she sees the voices as part of a curse, sometimes trying to fight it. In addition to her psychotic hallucinations, Senua suffers from delusions, a belief maintained even when firmly contradicted by reason or logic. Senua also interacts with her visual hallucinations even when she knows they may not be real, speaking to them when they manifest as people from her past. At a young age, Senua's psychosis showed itself in visions and manifestations that only she could see, which was an ailment that was also shared by her beloved mother, Galena. Though Galena tried to show Senua that her sight was a gift from the gods, her father, Zinbel, a druid, saw her mother and Senua as being plagued by a darkness, a curse from the gods that would doom them all. In an effort to appease the gods and to bring good fortune to the village, Zinbel burned his wife, Senua's mother, alive, pinned to a cross-like stake when Senua was only five years of age. Senua's trauma at witnessing the event caused her psychosis to worsen and repress the memory, leading her to believe that her mother took her own life to escape her darkness, a belief that her father perpetuated, as in his sense of history, it was true. For the next few years of her life, Senua was kept inside her home and abused by Zinbel, both emotionally and physically. He would lock her away in a pit and belittle her condition in an effort to defeat the darkness that was inside of her. On one of those rare occasions she was able to leave, she met Dillian, befriending him after observing him practicing his swordplay from afar. The two of them eventually fell in love, and Senua saw Dillian as her one ray of light in her darkness, her one hope in a world that seemed to conspire against her. However, after a plague broke out in Senua's village and killed many, including Dillian's father, Senua began to wonder whether Zinbel was right about her condition being a curse. Distraught and unable to escape her anguish, Senua left the village and ventured into the wilds in a selfish effort to protect the village and Dillian from her darkness. It was here she met Druth, an elderly scholar who was badly burnt in his attempt to escape the Northmen slave masters. The pair of them bonded as Druth told stories of his captors, giving life to their myths and lore through the tales of the Norse gods. Though he eventually succumbed to his wounds, he vowed to aid Senua in this life and the next for listening to his stories, and he does. Senua, confused and anguished by his loss, but not feeling responsible, returned home, but it was here where her true journey would begin. Homes burned. People slaughtered. 
Farms ransacked, blood poured through the streets. Senua's mind raced as she searched everywhere for her love, Dillian, but she couldn't find him. From the edge of the forest all the way through the village she searched, then overturned, burnt and scarred, body by body, but he was nowhere. Until she saw it. At the edge of the village, overlooking the waters and the houses alike, a gruesome display. Dillian, arms outstretched, sacrificed in a gruesome display of a blood eagle to the Norse gods. She cracked. Her voices went wild, screaming in silence, and she screamed with no audible noise to disturb the unholy grave of her only love. She sat. The voices of Druth filled her head slowly. His guidance. His lore. Remembering the stories of the gods she was told. She committed at that moment that if it was the Norse god to whom Dillian's soul was offered, it would be here where the soul could be found. To Helheim. To the Norse realm of the dead she would go. To bargain with the god of death herself, Hela, and win back Dillian's soul. For what else was there for her? There was no other sound than the soft push of water. The hushed breathing of chaos moving through the fog. The feeling of uncertainty as unsettling as the mist in which it lay. The weight of her burden is stunted by the weight of the bag that hangs from her waist while the weight of Dillian fills her heart, the weight of Dillian's head fills the bag. To Helheim. To Hela. You might think she's brave to go on this journey on her own, but it isn't bravery that drives her. I'm lost. I'm lost. We're lost. Bravery lost. only means something to those who are afraid of death. Senua's fear runs far, far deeper. Are we stuck here? Are we stuck here? Are we stuck here? You are Senua pushes away a world that conspired to cause so much suffering. There is nothing to go back to, and worse to look forward to. Why don't you join us? Maybe you too have a part to play in this story.